Trash. Trash. like this song you're hearing now well go listen to it on spotify or anywhere you stream your music it drops today august 20th 2021 it's been a long time coming folks go and get yourself some theme song out now go listen to it go put it on repeat and 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 fucking just live it it's one minute and seven seconds of hot fire let's go Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the one, the only, Steven Miser of Cactus Jack. Oh my god, that hurt my throat a little. Uh, Yes, so Steven is a multi-instrumentalist and he is also the drummer and singer of Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack is a local jam band-ish type band. They are groovy, they are funky, they are jammy. I, they're actually one of my favorite bands in Toledo, uh, especially in the the jam band realm around here. Uh, you can find Cactus Jack's new album anywhere you stream your music, and it's called... I pulled it up. On the Manistee. Now, this was uh, this was released earlier in 2021, but it is still fresh. It is still happening. Plus, they have another album that was called What well, Was Is Still Is called Welcome to Jackland. So go and give these dudes some love. They are killing it, and they're just absolutely fantastic live band. So if you ever get a chance to see them live, go and do yourself a favor and and check them out. Go go do it. Go ahead. Anyways, me and Steven have a great conversation, uh, and uh, it's coming up very shortly. But first, go check out RainaMystique.com. RainaMystique, R-E-I-N. Oh, let me try that again. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check it out. It's a good time. You'll love it. I promise. I don't know. I don't know, it's a website. You know, you see one website, you see them all. But go check out this one and go check out her latest single called Where Are You Now? It is available anywhere you stream music. You can also find Raina on Twitch four days a week, Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go give her some love. Twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch uh, every Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Times. I sometimes add extra days in the schedule because I really enjoy it, uh, and, and so I do that sometimes. Uh, yeah, if you like the, this podcast, you're gonna love the stream. 
uh, as you guys have been hearing over this last year and how the show has changed, the audience has become a part of the show. So you guys are hearing names repeatedly coming back. You guys are hearing questions. You guys are hearing interactions directly with the guests. So please do come through and ask questions because sometimes we have some Grammy award winning motherfuckers up in here. Okay. Sometimes we have people in here that uh, are, are, are out there composing music for Netflix or 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 wrote uh money that's what i want you know sometimes we have people like that on or some people that played with greats like stevie wonder so you're gonna want to come over here and 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 get in on the live stream it's the only way you get to ask these questions uh directly to the artists that are featured on this show so come on through twitch.tv slash we speak english good and uh, come and subscribe and follow and come hang out come be a part of it it's, it's amazing over there plus i do like live music streams i do all kinds of cool stuff on that channel so uh there's just so much more content that you guys are missing out than right here anyways there's the pitch come on over and, and subscribe and give us some love uh, you can also support the show monetarily if you are so uh, uh, compelled to. You can order some t-shirts or merch off of our Threadless store. It's wespeakenglishgood.threadless.com and that will get you into our store and support us directly with your monies and by wearing some awesome stuff. You can also like, subscribe, review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, in, 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 all of it. Facebook, it's all stupid. All the links are in the show notes. You can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. You can subscribe on YouTube or Twitch. Come and give us some love wherever you get your podcast. You can also do a very free thing and leave a review if you like the show. Give us a five-star rating and leave us a written review if possible, and we'll read it on air uh, whenever I find it. So sometimes I find reviews on weird podcasting hosting sites that I'd never seen before. It, it's awesome. I love that. But uh, yeah, if I find them, I'll read them on air. And that's that's a that's a that's a Mikey P promise. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what what else we got here? Oh yeah, write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Let us know how you're doing, what you're thinking, and get sexy with us if you have to. I mean, don't send me dick pics or anything, but you know, if you if you're feeling sexy, you know, be sexy. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, this Friday, we are releasing Christian Watson's episode, which I find found that was very interesting talking to Christian. Christian is a, is a wonderfully intelligent uh, uh, social commentator, political commentator. Uh, he tends to lean towards the right a bit, He's, or, or at least the conservative side of life. And uh, he has some really interesting ideas, and I, I have to say that the chat kind of not took him to task, but definitely called him out on some shit, um, and he did not appreciate that. So uh, just a little preview of what to look forward to on Friday's release. Uh, it's going to be pretty spicy. Okay, so let's jump on over to Steven Miser of Cactus Jack. Remember, uh, Cactus Jack does have a, a new album out and it's called uh oh come on i just pulled it up i'm sorry i didn't remember the name of your album steven 
uh, on the Manistee. Now available on Spotify or anywhere you stream your music. And of course, their previous album, Welcome to Jackland, is a uh, their their last album. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> on the Manistee is an acoustic album that was sort of a live capture of a performance. And then uh, Welcome to Jackland is a more refined and recorded studio album. So definitely both albums are fucking awesome. So go check them out. They got other stuff out there too. So so go give them some love. And you can also find them on Instagram and Facebook and uh, all the places. So I'll put all the links in the show notes. So go and check them out. All right, guys. This is my interview with Cactus Jacks. Ooh, that was a really good... Ooh, those are gross burps. Those are early morning burps before food. Ugh, that's 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 what you guys get to get to listen to right before we uh, go over to Steve. So, okay, guys, let's jump on over to Steve Advisor of Cactus Jack, and and let's have a let's have a pleasant and and easygoing conversation with our friend, shall we? Oh my god. I am I am a hot mess today, everyone. We're learning. I'm learning. No, dude, I've been doing this for over a year now. You'd think I had already learned. Holy well, shit. There's my fingers. It's fine. I'm a uh, by by day I'm a teacher and this kind of stuff happened all the time with my students throughout the past year. So I bet. I bet throughout the whole last year it was fucking it was just pet a uh, I can't madness. <laughs> it's crazy. Raina, there was a, uh, by uh, the way, there was oh. a lot to unpack in that intro. Yeah. Oh, well, I know <laughs> there's a lot to unpack For, in life in general. Well, I mean, first off, I love Jason. I love Jason too. Uh, second, thanks for the very kind words about my van. Oh dude. Well, you know, I love you guys. Third, I'm surprised I'm remembering all this. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what in, I said. <laughs> so, hey. In regards to Dusty Hill, I just read a story about how the, the beard thing happened. Did you, mm. Are you aware of that? No, I, I well, I can't. No, I, I was at one time. I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I just learned about it yesterday. Um. Okay, hold on, just one more second, Steve. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting a gig here <laughs> for tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> Got to make that money, bro. Time. Um, what what did you ask me? <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. No, I was guys. just the last point I was making is is the the point about oh the, his beard, the his beard, beard growth, yes, the beard yes, growth. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. So, but you so you're not familiar with it then? Um, I, at one time I was, but no. Please enlighten us all because we have well, a little Dusty here with us, um, right here. We have just R.I.P. Dusty. And by no the way, R. everybody, R. everyone's canceled except for Dusty. God damn it! All right. So, um, yeah. Anyways, um, it's not that like crazy of a story, but it's kind of coincidental, I guess, or serendipitous, I guess, depending on wh- how you view it. But right after ZZ Top's like first major tour, Billy Gibbons is guitar player, right? Billy yes. Gibbons, yes, indeed. So Billy Gibbons um, 
and Dusty Hill, they were, they were away from each other. I think it was like a two year thing for ZZ top. Like they didn't, they didn't get together for a while. It was maybe it was like a burnout kind of a thing. And Dusty Hill and, and Billy Gibbons came back to like their first rehearsal. And it was like, Oh shoot, man. Like your beard's kind of long. So it was mine. And then they just like went with it after that, except for the drummer. I can't remember his first name, but he has Frank, the last name beard. Frank, beard. Frank beard. Yeah. yeah. Frank beard. Yeah. Decided the, the, not the only to do that. one without a beard whose yeah. last name is beard. Yeah. That was always fun. Well, that is a very, that is not an exciting story. <laughs> <laughs> Send address. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just fucking. So, I'm so sorry, everybody. No, no, note to self: Don't tell boring <laughs> stories on podcasts. Steve. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix said that Billy Gibbs is the greatest guitar player he knew. I do remember that. I do, I do recall that. Jimi Hendrix also was very high on drugs for a majority of his career. So. <laughs> but I'm not going to actually go against that because I actually love Billy Gibbons as a guitarist. He's um, great. Yeah. Like just absolutely like that band is a very special band to me. Like, and especially like, I don't know, like, I don't know if you noticed, but like, ba like bands like ZZ Top always seem to come to cities like Toledo all the time. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, did you ever get a chance to see them? They came here like 50 times. Like no. I saw them, I I've seen them like several times. I've seen them with uh, the Black Crows. I've seen them with Leonard Skinner. I've seen them with, uh, shit, who was the other one? There was a, oh man. Maybe it wasn't the Black Crows. I think it was the Counting. No, maybe. Who fucking? Knows? No way, it's Counting. Crows. It's not the Counting Crows. It's not the Counting Crows. I think it was the Black Crows. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Oh yeah, I know where that's at. Oh, I'm not talking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was me. Yes, it was. Um. Yeah. The the. I'm gonna close this, everybody. I'm gonna close this conversation that I'm having with this mystery artist his name is asa danikin he's actually amazing he's been on the show uh <laughs> yeah, he's a great but, musician but i'm gonna end the conversation there because we've solidified that i will be there and that's it so there it is uh okay anyways um yeah everyone wants to go to toledo no no one wants to go to toledo cartagena no one i i want what i want what he's on you know what, Bonnie? I am on a week. Like yesterday, I went to Cedar Point, which Stephen knows Cedar Point, and C he, Steve is very uh, familiar with Cedar Point. Uh, and I went there, and I ate like probably like three hundred, three to four hundred milligrams of marijuana yesterday. Okay, so I am still struggle busting here. <laughs> so I'm just letting y'all know that I had a good time yesterday. And I'm still a little fucked up from yesterday. Moving Dutchman, what's going on, buddy? I I'm glad to see you here, bud. Uh, we're just struggling through this conversation about ZZ Top, everyone. That sounds like a good time. It was, Robbie. It was a very good time. I just, uh, uh, and doesn't remember a thing. Yeah, and poor Steven, by the way, is just sitting here like, yeah, I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm here too. <laughs> uh, Pay attention to me, Dad. Come I on. know, I know. Like, I'm just such a dick. I'm really <laughs> curious, like, as a teacher how how you guys how you you personally struggled with last year what grade do you teach by the way too 
I teach fifth graders. By the way, thanks thanks for potentially getting me fired with that uh, edible story about Cedar Point, man. Thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> you shouldn't be on totally podcast. Kidding. Totally you're... kidding. <laughs> well, I was going to say some smart-ass remark um, yeah. alluding to the fact that I don't care. But, it's the, but by the way, I do care if you do get fired because I was talking about drugs on a podcast that you asked to you come on. <laughs> No, you do you, man. I'm, I'm just joking. These are all these are all friends. Me and Steven are friendly. We we know each other. We like each other. If we're all good, uh, we don't hate each other. Uh, no, but fifth how, grade though, ten year olds, man. Ten year olds, yes. Yeah. So like, how was that? Like, I mean, first of all, how was that transition? And then how was like carrying on with that throughout the year? How how was that for you? And like, what you know what. Like, just we'll start there. How was it? Well, well the end of 2020 was school year wise, mm-hmm. not year wise. Uh, so, like, I think March is when it all kind of, I guess, hit the fan. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's when we were, like, we're not in school anymore. We're doing, like, we're thinking on our feet of how to, like, still reach these kids. And it was a lot of, like, mental health. I guess mental health focus, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I remember you want to kind of make sure that these kids aren't freaking out because it was, it was a very unprecedented time and which I hate that word because I heard it a billion times over the past year. So I'm yes, it's kind not- of despising myself for saying that, but <laughs> it was a little crazy to end the school year of 2020. And then summer was going on and we were like, what's what, what is the school year going to look like? And we kind of knew going into it, it was just going to be a kind of just all over the place, left, right, up, you know, just changing directions, remotes and high, there's hybrid plans and all this kind of stuff. Right. And we, I think we're a little more prepared for this past, you know, 2020, 21 school year. Um, so it was definitely a lot harder and, um, I'm not the kind of person I don't get really overwhelmed with my job too much. So I was still fine, but I know, it affected people um, in my school, like teachers, you know, colleagues, just because it was just a lot, you know. Yeah. So we made it work, but it yeah. was uh, well, no, yeah. I mean, my God, uh, you have. Let, have let me be, tell you this. I don't please. mean to interrupt no, no, you. No, the no. last thing I'll say is the thing that was the most inspiring of the whole thing was how resilient the kids were, and I, I don't think like you, you don't hear about it like on like news channels and things like that of we, we all hear like the negative aspects of COVID, but like what I got from it in a positive light is these 10 year olds just were dealt the cards they were dealt and they just ran with it and they did amazing still, you know? So that was the thing that I kind of took away from it was kids are resilient and we shouldn't, you know, we, we shouldn't worry about them too much because they can, they can handle more than we think sometimes, I think, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like a vagina. I mean, you, you think you got to be <laughs> exactly, delicate with exactly. it, but you can just pound the shit out of it. It's good. Good. Well, and they also, they give birth. Like and my, they also I've, get ripped from A to P, A to, A to P and, and they still, dude, you know? My wife had two, like I watched my wife give birth to two kids and mm. I'm telling you, man, we should have 
a Mother's Day every single month. I agree. Because that is absolutely nuts what they do. I totally, dude. I mean, their it's vagi- amazing. Their vaginas are the portal to the 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 dimension of, of the unknown. You know, like their yeah. the vagina like brings a soul to 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 human form. Like the vagina is the life giver. And and it tastes so sweet, um, but the but yeah, man, I, I agree. I agree that uh, I think mothers should be given uh, every fucking month. There should be. You know what we should do? Honestly, what we should do is every woman should have a week off. <laughs> And this can be optional. It's not mandatory, okay? Because you know, there's some women out there who are just like, I got shit to do. But every month for a woman's monthly, they should just get the fucking week off. They should go rent tent. Would be like, you know what? You you bring life into this world. Now go and, and be in peace. Like just just like be in peace. Like 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 they should have their own. We should we should build them like a shrine that's within like this like temple that's on every property. You know, every family should come with like a temple, a, a, a red tent, if you will, and and there's where they get to go. And, it, and it's all like women, womaned out. It has their sound bowls. It has their sage. It has their their incense and their like dangly little floofy little little curtains everywhere and 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 for a week no one bothers them no one fucking asks them for anything no one mommy can you wipe my bum bum mommy can you cook me some oatmeal mommy mommy and they don't have to deal with their husband's grabby wandering hands or 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 eye fucking stares and 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 they just get to be in in this place for a week and there it's a paid thing too it's paid completely paid in full and and and, and that's where they live and and every month it, to show our appreciation to the life givers we give them this i don't know you think i'm being ridiculous jason <laughs> fucking misogynist right here ban this man ban him i didn't know jason was a masseuse jason is a masseuse yeah yeah he is did you say masseuse or no he's banned He's banned. He's, he's banned. Oh, because he's a misogynist. Oh, I yeah. Said masseuse. <laughs> no, he's a misogynist. Yeah. I thought you said masseuse. I was going to say, like, my Jason, my back hurts. But yeah, he's canceled. Jason's he's canceled. Jason, you've been canceled. Except for Dusty, of course. Dusty will never be canceled. No. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I-, I think it's a good idea. Step it up, man. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a good idea. Two steps too far. Oh, you think so, movie Dutchman? Canceled. Except for Dusty. Dusty will never be canceled. Moving judgment, you've been canceled. Uh, Dex! Sorry I yelled at you, Dex. I do it all the time. I like the idea. See? Dex, you're uncanceled. I don't think you were ever canceled. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to thank you both again for helping Dempster. I am so happy that you so many uh that so many were able to help her. Absolutely. Fucking Emster was the shit. We love Marianne. Uh quit trying to send your wife off for <laughs> But listen, there's it just doesn't it, it's not like it's just a one-way street because I mean men, let's be honest, 
when when your wife is in those moments of frustration sometimes things get frustrating you know like like those moments where where her body is turning on her for you know i don't i shouldn't say turning on her because a body a woman who is bleeding every month is a healthy woman so i'm not going to say that their body's turning on them but you know they get achy and and that stuff sucks and blow and blow and you know and headaches and you feel terrible and and so you get a little grumpy so I, I'm thinking that this could also solve that week where men want to, you know, escape their women, which I'm not saying I do, but, you know, there's some evil men out there who do. It will help, you know, solve that monthly quarrel. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about this because <laughs> I, I think I'm getting into shitty territories. Tell us some challenges on teaching fifth graders. Dex wants to know. Thank you, Dex. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, so please tell us some challenges, especially over Zoom. How how was that? Uh, I mean, it was what you probably would expect. Um, <laughs> it, I, I or maybe you don't you wouldn't expect it if you don't have a child who's in school. Right. Um, it was kind of one of those things where it was like the hardest part was making it seem normal because there was no way it was going to be mm -hmm. like we started our year our school year the first week of school on uh, well it was google meet but not i mean same thing mm -hmm. and you know like to because you have like 20 plus kids in your class they all have to be on mute right yeah so otherwise it's just you know feedback and it just you can't hear anything so the conversation about you know Bobby, can you please mute your mic? That happens a lot. Yeah. But the problem with them all being muted is I'm trying to be this um, exciting, inspiring kind of, of a teacher where I'm going to, they're going to enjoy their time. And I'm trying to, you know, the beginning of the year starts and you want to be, grab their attention, right? So you, tr you try to be humorous and um, engaging. And sometimes it's hard, like when you say things, and everyone's on mute. So it's like, you don't really get a reaction. It's like, are they giggling? Are they, you know, whatever it's, it just, it completely erases a typical classroom environment. Classroom environments for me that are productive are ones that's just really quick engagement of me asking a question that inspires them maybe. And then someone responds and another kid responds to that. And then I tell a joke and everyone laughs. And then another kid says something funny and they laugh. And like that doesn't happen on the computer because people are all muted. So it's it's the the immediacy and the the authentic uh, responses are kind of non-existent, which sucks. So that that's like the number one downfall and probably the biggest challenge is just the environment, the warm environment. It's not there. Yeah, that that war yeah, it's more it's been replaced by this sterile computer. S thing that's in there the yeah that it was tough man you know what like when when it all went down we we ended up because there was that did, did your school uh system did they offer a um a like non-zoom option as well like where it's like you could just like the parents took it all into their control and they didn't have to show up to meetings and stuff no oh wow uh, our, our school district led us and, and we decided like, that was amazing. <laughs> Go ahead. Please. Wait, 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 what do you mean? Like they, well, um, th just for, in, uh, 
so like meetings or what? for last year um they give us options so we could attend school through zoom and do it like that or we could do a program that was set up um that they brought in that that was managed completely by the parents and so um oh, and then okay, there was gotcha. a teacher that sort of went over that work so there was like one teacher assigned to like was like 200 students at one time who are doing this like you know where it's just like completely it's basically home it is homeschooling it is homeschooling through the district basically gotcha and gotcha. um we we really found it to be super helpful. I mean, like he tried doing some of those Zoom things, and man, it just did not work. And then for some kids, I don't. I think it's just not for them. You know, like what, was there any cases where you're like, this is just not work. Like like Bobby's just it's just not working for Bobby. Or were you able to find a rhythm eventually? I mean, I, I can't imagine there was everybody was on board the whole time, but. How dare you move yeah, I think I mean just just like in in many aspects of life. I mean, the kids excelled and some kids are resilient and will excel in no like they did great in remote and they did great when we were on hybrid learning, which mm-hmm. was like essentially half capacity, right? Um, a few days a week, and some kids, you know, it just kind of depended on the kid. You yeah. know, some kids like struggled and couldn't get stuff done and whatever. Um, but yeah. We don't have to keep talking about teaching. I, I, I yes, introduced myself as a teacher. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, Steven. <laughs> Who needs Cactus Jack stuff, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, children are important. And, you know, like as a parent, you're a parent, I'm a parent, you know, like how did you, yep. how did you, from a parent or from a parental standpoint, I don't know how old your kids are, but how was it, how did you see it? for for the remote learning and and zoom how did you think that it how did it work out for you or family and your kids well so my kids are a little younger okay you have one kid i right? have one he's seven yeah so mine are four and two. Oh, okay so and yeah so it's still a little young yeah. um my wife w- was, you know, she works for a pharmaceutical company. So she's always wow. been like essential. Mm-hmm. So like her life was never really changed by it because she always just had to keep going to work. Um, and I would say the biggest from, we probably would have sent my kid, my four-year-old to preschool last fall, but because it was a crazy world, we were just like, eh, let's just, you know, we do enough with him. Let's not right. force it. And we'll, you know, start him up next year. So he started like a summer program this summer. So he's kind of on track with that. I would say the, the biggest thing is just, just not seeing people. So it's like, they were just kind of around each other for a full year and around me, which is probably <laughs> a lot to handle. <laughs> well, you know, there was something that my wife brought up that I thought was a really good point. It was like, you know, with these kids and, you know, kids, kids, are constantly learning. They're constantly learning social cues. They're constantly learning how to act, interact. And the fact that they sort of covered up half the face, you know, I'm just wondering how much that is going to stunt the kids. And, you know, maybe it doesn't at all, you know, but like how many like young, young children are going to have sort of a skewed idea of, of, you know, of social interaction. Cathosaurus, what's Dude. going on? Dude, what's up, cat? Thank you for being here, friend. Hey, thank you for that sub. I really appreciate that. Six months. 
My goodness, what's going on, kid? Hold on, you got Welcome this. Welcome to We Speak English Good TV. I'm your announcer, Sir Ian McKellen. Now, please, put your hands together for your host with the most, Mike E.P. <laughs> Do you guys like that I, uh, that someone subbed and I made it all about me? <laughs> <laughs> um, Moving Dutchman had requested a melodica solo, plus it just gave me a hundred biddies, so, and this is for the last awesome broadcast, never seen better couple performance. Hey, thanks a lot, Moving Dutchman, and you missed it, but I was thanking everybody for coming through. We smashed our goal, we got over $350 or something like that. Uh, my goal is 200 and you guys came through and smashed it, so thank you guys so much. Uh, you two moving Dutchman, uh, do we owe you a live, we, I think we owe you a song, maybe, we might owe you a song, there's a couple people we owe a song that we'll pay for, we'll, we'll get you guys on Raina's stream either tomorrow, probably tomorrow, which I can't speak for Raina because I don't know, <laughs> so we'll get it done, um, no pressure I said, well now there's pressure, okay. Kathosaurus, thank you for being here. Thank you for that sub. I really appreciate it. I'm going to do this a melodica solo, and then we'll get back to does, do, did the mass stunt our children's growth? Did they? All right, huh? I'll do this real quick. It's not going to be a huge one, Moon Dutchman. All right, here we go. Here it comes. It's going to happen. There you go, movie Dutchman. Oh God. There, and then I blew your ears off with the air horn. So there you go. So much feeling. <laughs> Thank you, movie Dutchman. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. I do think my son's hitting terrible twos a bit late because of this. It was hard. He wasn't around many other kids for almost a year. Yeah. So when you think about it, you know, kids were secluded. Kids couldn't see faces. What 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 kind of effects do you think that? I mean, especially as someone who works with kids and someone who probably had to de you know deal with a lot of. I'm gonna turn off that emote wall, everybody. Love you guys, but I'm gonna turn it off. <laughs> How do you think it affects people, our our children, uh, Stephen? Well, I mean the the ten year olds for me like like the first day of school that they came in. Mm. Uh, so we started remote learning like for a, the first week of school back in August and, uh, or last August. And after that, it was the kids came in and it was really, really kind of surreal, but just weird. Um, like seeing kids in the first day and like having masks on. So the biggest thing is like, you kind of like don't know as a teacher, at least from my perspective, like, I don't know what, what all of them look like, you know? So it's like, I, I just remember the first almost half of the year, like when they would take their masks off to eat like their snack or whatever. It's like, you'd see a kid and you'd be like, that's not what I thought you looked like. Like, and it was so <laughs> strange. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know them as a person, 
and you talk to them all day and but then you just don't see you know from here down yeah so i don't know about the permanent repercussions of it to mm. be honest i i really i'm of the mindset where if something happens unless it's for the individual super traumatic um, which every human being is going to respond to this past year differently. So wait, but wait, wait, it, hold on, hold on. So, so it's not super traumatic to like shut down your whole life and cover your face with a mask and not and, and be told not to talk or touch anyone and and that if you go outside well, you're going to die. <laughs> That's not traumatic well, enough, Steven? No, 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 no. I mean, some kids still took it. Their parents maybe didn't. Um, add as much gravity to the scenario that was perceived by the mass public, I guess, is what mm -hmm. I mean. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Um, kind of. I mean, so, so I guess, so what I mean is, is clearly there is, there's a lot of restrictions put on, uh, on the kids, but their parents were likely trying to keep things as relatively normal as possible. So sure. They weren't able to see their friends as much, but I think, as time went on, like it maybe was really bad for a few months, but I think most people, even if they took things seriously and still wore masks, they still were doing stuff. Um, if they wore a mask, I don't, to be honest, I don't think wearing a mask is that traumatic of a thing for a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, but again, like I said, it's a, it's a person by person thing. Right. So for, for, for a kid, maybe who has autism, that might've been a bigger deal than a kid who, you know, is just your, your typical 10 year old away. So. Oh, Marianne, thank you so much for that host. I appreciate that. Thank you. And, and good to see you. And by the way, Marianne, we're going to, well, I'll talk to you off air. We'll talk to you off air. We'll talk to you, Marianne. We'll, we'll talk to you, Marianne. Uh, there's no reason to talk business over <laughs> alive. Let's talk business, Marianne. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, no, you know, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting point. You know, there's so much in development with children. You know, there's mm -hmm. so much that they're they're learning. There's so much that they're taking in in that in those early years of development that. You know, I don't know. It does seem like there could be something. But, you know, again, I, I like how you said it. Kids are resilient as shit. Like, kids have bounce back. I mean, have you ever, have you ever like, accidentally stepped on a little kid? I mean, they're, they're like, they just, like, come <laughs> right back. They just, you know, like, leave a little dent in their head, and it just pops right back out. So it's cool. It's all good. You don't have to worry about kids. Uh, we're transposing into Business Boy Summer with Money Mike. <laughs> Business boy summer. That's right. Uh, if anybody here doesn't know, Robbie, thank you so much for that host. I appreciate it. If anybody here doesn't know, um, you can ask questions by using fresh bars, uh, which are our channel points. The, the It's only one fresh bar, so it's very affordable. Um, so, Stephen, we were, uh, Jason wants to know, what's your musical background? Which I think we kind of already covered this in the first time you were on, but... <laughs> I guess Jason missed it, so here we go. Say it again, Steven. Well, I think in all fairness, though, to Jason, uh, there is, I think, all four Cactus Jack members on that first time, yeah. and now we have Hank, who plays keys, so, like... Wait, was Hank... Uh, did Hank uh, play with uh, b b b b the other b band? B-B-B-B-Kano? Yes, thank you. Was that him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, okay, cool. 
What? Wait a second. Hold on. Why did Hank quit that band and join your band? I thought. I thought. <laughs> uh, because Riley threatened all the members of Bacano that he was going to beat them all up, and they said, "Okay, Riley, you're a you're a grizzly man." We're giving you, we're going to give you Hank so you <laughs> don't, so you him. don't beat us up. Just so take we, just, we took him, and Hank was not happy about it for a while, but he settled it. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> people get used to it. People get accustomed to the new way of life, you know, yeah. just like children. <laughs> people can be exactly. resilient. Um, and also Jason wants you to know that he works with half of Cactus Jack. So. It's true. <laughs> well, I mean, Jason's bad at math, but it would be, so it'd be like 40% or two-fifths of mm, Cactus Jack, but yeah, whatever, Jason. Yeah, Jason's bad at math. Great songwriter. Yeah, Terrible mathematician. So, so bad at math. <laughs> uh, I'm so out of words after this week, and what a huge music and love festival we had. Thank you so much for being a part of it, everybody. You know what, Marianne? Thank you for inviting me, first of all. that was, I was so honored that someone invited me. My goodness. like I, I'm... <laughs> I was like, I was surprised, but uh, and then I was also surprised that Rain agreed to do it with me. So <laughs> I'm just joking, man. We we uh, we had a great time, and much love to you and to yours. Um, we I hope I hope that this money helps in 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 all the ways that it can. So much love, much love. Uh, Riley gonna hit them with a yoga pose. Yeah, you know I meant forty percent auto. Damn autocorrect. <laughs> Autocorrect be fucking people up though for real. Um yeah. So so anyways, now you have Hank who you you threatened with violence to steal from Bacano. Um anyway, I'll I'll do tour taxes next year. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you and Raina are my fam. Oh, likewise, Marianne, likewise. Hold on. Let me, let me get this in here. Hold on. Sorry, Dusty's here too. Hold on. Mwah. Mm. Rest in rest in peace, you angel. Mm. And you too. Mm. 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 Love you, Marianne. There you go. Um, so please uh, indulge us with uh, Stephen Miser's history of music. It's a pretty heavy question, though, Jason. I mean, like, like how deep how deep do we want to go? <laughs> <laughs> how deep do we go with this one? How many inches, Jason? How many inches deep? Can is is that the? Can you respond quickly? Just let me know how. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, no, I don't know how to say that without sounding stupid. This is my type of podcast. We're all over the map. Yeah, I know, Robbie. <laughs> this is what, you know what? This is what happens when I have like. F like friends on friends like there's just like too many friends in here so it's <laughs> so now it's turned into like we're standing outside the venue like making jokes before we play <laughs> so and now it's this um yeah it, it, please three inches is a good size right yeah it is it is all right it's perfect. It's perfect size for for Steven. Uh, Should so I just do like surface level? No, like, no, no. Uh, just we're talking here, man. It's a conversation. You could we could do however you want. So, what 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 did you start with? What was the first instrument? Well, so you know because you have, I mean, multiple times blatantly tagged my dad and stuff. I mean, you know. Movie <laughs> 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 well, Dutchman, thank you for gifting that sub to Jason Tyler Black. Even though he doesn't deserve it, no, he does. Thank you, thank you, Movie Dutchman. I appreciate it. Um, Jason is customary to thank people who who gift you a sub. Just letting you know. Um, Jason's still getting used to the Twitch uh, 
the Twitch mannerisms here. Mannerisms? I don't fucking do it. I'm fried. But anyways, yeah, you go ahead, my friend. I, I know we, we I'm going to go ahead and turn off these uh, alerts as well. There you go. Yeah, so like my dad also named Steve Miser, which is why, I mean, you call me Steve. I think most of my friends call me either Steve or Miser. Mm. My family calls me Steven. Steven. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of confusing. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. The reason I go by Steven sometimes is because his name is Steve. So we get like multiple like people, friend request, request me on Facebook and him meaning to, to request the other. Whatever. It's, it's been a pain. That's why I didn't name my first son Stephen III because I was like, <laughs> he's already need, so confusing. He does not need that in his Facebook <clears throat> career. No. He does not need no. that. Yeah. So he was, my dad is my earliest influence because he, you know, is a musician himself, an amazing piano player. He started on uh, drums when he was a younger gentleman, you know, in his teens or whatever. And uh, switched to piano, I don't know, late teens, early twenties and just ran with it. And he's got an amazing voice and he's an amazing songwriter. And I grew up just hearing him play all the time and him also just playing music that, you know, probably at the time I had no idea what I was listening to, but I just remember like, I remember like Beatles, maybe some Jimi Hendrix, they might be giants. He would put on for us cause it, they were kind of accessible for kids. Cause they're just kind of quirky um but like he's you know he's obsessed with steely dan and who is whatever who isn't obsessed with steely dan i mean my oh, of course so I, I fucking love steely dan i really do <laughs> I, I really do too um <laughs> we could we could go on another hour-long tangent about steely dan but we'll, <laughs> Fair enough. we'll spare the listeners um i don't think they'll mind they love steely so, dan please yeah, i'm exactly. sorry i'm interrupting please no 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 you're not you're not um so it was him. And then because I just knew he was obsessed with music, um, that inspired me. But like, I just, I think it's kind of built inside of you. If you're somebody who um, accepts music to a, a deeper level than just like flipping on the radio kind of a thing. Like I think musicians kind of, we all have it in us. It's something if you're not a musician and you're not playing music on stage with somebody, you don't get that aspect of music, but it lends itself to just discovering stuff. So like as a kid, like I remember like, I was obsessed with Michael Jackson when I was really young. And then fifth grade, I got like really obsessed with Metallica. Um, and then like junior high was like, that was when like blink 182 and green day and lit and like things like that were <laughs> lit <laughs> lit. Those, those bands were like big. So it was like into that kind of stuff, like just kind of just rock me. Red hat chili peppers were kind of probably around that time. I was obsessed with them. And then like high schools, more Red Hat Chili Peppers, 311, but then like still listening to stuff my dad would suggest. College was more of like, I'm starting to deep dive into uh, some older albums that I've never listened to before, you know, certain Beatles albums. And that was kind of like when Beatles became one of my favorite al or bands of all time, Tom Petty, uh, still 311 at that point. Um and sorry, somebody's like, somebody's calling me, which is very annoying. How dare um, This is the problem with doing it on your phone. Yeah. And plus, yeah, like, so anyway, yeah, people so anymore? Psychopaths? I know. So weird. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like a variety of music. And then um, I was just always kind of just playing drums in my house. I guess that was kind of the point of the question, not just what I'm listening to. Uh, playing drums in my house 
We had a drum kit, my dad's old red sparkle Slingerland kit that I used to play. Kind of taught myself drums. Oh, and dope. Then he had like a, he had the red sparkle. Still, he still has it, man. It's Dude, in pristine I had, condition. I had, uh, I had the, um, I had the silver sparkle Slingerland. Nice. That was my first kit. That was my first kit. Nice. I need to buy a sparkle kit because I just, I have an Dude, affinity for it. Dude, that. sparkle kits are so fucking awesome. I, my one, so fr- good. My one friend had a plastic, clear plastic blue kit that he just took. It was like his Tommy Chong, like from uh, Up in Smoke, you know, at the end where he has those big ass yeah. drumsticks. He's like, it's like this huge 70s type uh big ass like just plastic fucking just gaudy you know from the 70s just like ridiculous but it sounds so good if you're trying to capture that sound of the 70s you know so i don't know it has its place all those kits have their place but they do please continue yeah so i just started playing music with people and nothing serious for a while but then like probably high school i started like learning a little bit of guitar college a little more guitar but and started writing songs um i've always been like a lyricist i think that's kind of been like my thing um i think lyricist and vocalist are probably my actual best attributes I'm a, i think my best instrument is probably drums but like i think singing and writing words is what i'm you know to be to be earnest here like probably the my best uh attribute to, that i provide to cactus jack you know yeah you're you're um, you're, you're a great singer you're a great singer thank you uh what do you con- would you consider yourself or does the band consider you like the lead singer or is there a lead singer at all or is that not really a thing um i would say it's probably myself and riley mm-hmm. um mainly because we're we're the two that probably write the most on our own um when we write songs as a band usually like i end up just kind of grabbing the bull by the horns and like write the words and start coming up with melody maybe in that case it's probably because i play drums and i'm not worried about like a guitar part to do and i can just oh here's my cool drum groove i'm gonna start trying to think of a a melody to do over this that's probably why that comes into effect Mm. but like i mean Hank, our keyboard player, has been starting to write more stuff, which we do a couple or at least do one of his songs right now. Um, but he's bringing more to the table. And um, John sings one original. Hmm. So, yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's if we were to say like lead sing, we don't have a lead singer per se, but Riley and I would sing the lion's share hmm. of of our songs. In, in in a uh, in a split over royalties, who would who would take the most? It's a good question because <laughs> I think this like let's say like question. right now, all of a sudden, like we got signed by the we got signed mm-hmm. by Capitol Records, and they were going to give us millions of dollars, and like our music was going to start going out. Mm-hmm. I think we would probably just keep it all Cactus Jack. I don't know. I could picture Riley being a little greedy. To be honest. <laughs> I hope he's not here. Son of a he bitch. Not here? No, he's not here. The reason I'm going to say this. His back is I know turned. Riley, we can talk about him. I know Riley's schedule. Riley's not going to listen to this. We're good. <laughs> he's, he's at work, right? <laughs> he, he's probably at work, but he's going to get home and he's going to like read for two hours and then cook some veggies. He's going to saute some veggies and then he's going to like watch an episode of Dave and then <laughs> maybe read it for 30 more minutes and then go to bed. He's not gonna watch this, unfortunately. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, most most of our friends does, will not. It's it's fine. 
Yeah. So <laughs> Riley, I think, would probably say, oh, look, yeah, whatever. It's me. But like in terms of like the, the songs that we sing, um, they're either Riley songs, my songs, or songs we kind of wrote as a group based off of somebody's idea that typically I think almost all of those ones are songs that I wrote the words and melody to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have that one Hank, Hank Walker original. Hank Walker. Um, what Hank a great Walker. name, by the way. Hank Walker. Great name. Like it sounds like it should be the name of like like a, a brown liquor or something. Or like uh, it's like like some rugged guy, like rugged actor guy. Hank Walker. Texas so he's got a, always got a toothpick in his mouth. Yeah. He's always smoking Marlboro Reds mm-hmm. or or vapes because he's trying to watch his health. <laughs> I'm trying to watch my health. Um, so I will not stop. Okay. Uh yeah. So so that that was a I, I think that's a brief that's a brief thing. So you never did any like high school marching band type stuff. It's it's all been it's all been a self-taught or what have you gleaned off of your your amazing father? Yeah, actually, I was so in the, where I grew up. So this is actually referencing the, mm. your intro video, right? Right, because I you, sure you're I right. I grew up in Sylvania, which oh, no. I mean is a, a, essentially Toledo, but I grew yeah, up in Sylvania and live in Toledo now. And I played so like for fifth grade year, you decide in Sylvania. What instrument are you going to play, if any? And at the time, I was already starting to teach myself drums. Mm. So, like, in it's I I look back on it as like I was ambitious, but I was also a little silly. I should have just said, I already know how to play drums. I'm going to become a drummer in the marching band. But I was like, I know I already know how to play drums. I'm going to learn something new, and maybe that's just a creative aspect of me. That's so cool. I, pick, I picked up the trombone, so I played trombone for sixth seventh and eighth grade i was pretty i mean i would say pretty consistently second chair trombone occasionally first sometimes i I would say about my eighth grade year i was like solid third second or third chair um but like high school came around and i was like i just want to play like you know rock me i don't want to be in the marching band i played football at the time as you can tell by my yeah, I mean, insanely swole, large biceps. I mean, <laughs> Fuck it's, it's just, swole, you know, bro. whatever. So yeah. swole. So swole. Put those guns so away, swole. bro. This is a gun-free zone. Yeah, this is a triple, for the viewers at home, this is a triple XL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's that tight on me. Yeah. That's just to show you. Just, I mean, look at that. whoop. <laughs> See, like, my, my gun- muscles just hit, hit so- the... Hit the screen. He's so muscular that, uh, that the muscles fucking took... <laughs> We're good. This is what we're subjecting people to. There's live people watching <laughs> right now. Um, let's see. Uh, l- let's cover some of these questions. And uh, okay, I'm not asking that question, Jason, but maybe I will. Uh, okay, so this this first question is from Bonnie. This questions from the 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 chat. Um, what were the last three songs that you listened to? Ooh, mm. I like that. I like that question. I wow. love questions like this. Because you can never remember um, okay, the so, answers. Uh, so he's gone by uh, Grateful Dead. Is that he's gone? He, he's, he's gone, 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 
Never gonna gonna bring him back. back. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, um, my, I'm, so I'm a huge, um, I'm a pretty big John Mayer fan. And my four year, four year old is even bigger John Mayer fan than me. So like I, I drive him to preschool. It's like a summer preschool, two days a week. And he, every single time we get in the car is put on John Mayer. So just like anything by John Mayer or like a song. He so he likes he likes pretty much everything, but the the newest album that John Mayer just came out with called Sob Rock, he he's obsessed mm. with. So his favorite, which is probably the last one I listened to, is uh um I think it was probably his one of his singles, Last Train Home. By so Last Train Home by John Mayer, that would be probably number two. Um is it this is the last this is the that's the second song that you've listened to or this is are you giving us your top three faves? Oh, am I doing favorites or am I doing the last three? That the I last three to? that you listen to. And and Bonnie wants you to pull up the fucking Spotify. She's like, pull up Spotify. Yeah, so <laughs> so the know. last I'm not talking yeah, I'm not talking about favorites. Favorite, I'm you're saying, talking about okay, okay. I'm saying so it was He's Gone by Grateful Dead. Okay. It was Last Train Home by John Mayer. Okay. And this is, I'm just trying to go off of my memory. Um, it was probably another, it was probably, I guess I just feel like by John Mayer as well. Cause my son's obsessed and dude, John Mayer. So, so we got one dead and two John Mayer. That that's a great segue for me to talk about how I'm going to see John Mayer and the Grateful Dead next year in Chicago. Hey. Ooh, hey, jelly. Hey, hey. Hold on, hold on. That, that works too. That works too. Thank you, thank you, Nature Boy. Um, yeah, the well, that's pretty good. Uh, this is fun, Bonnie. I want to know the last three that I listened to. Hold on, let me see. How do you do that? Yeah. Oh, did you actually look? I didn't look it up. I no, just, I'm gonna just look. Trying to go memory. I'm gonna you should. Look. Yeah. I am. I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I, I totally would have done it if I didn't have really shitty internet connection here in toledo ohio and i've used my phone bro the data on my phone bro fucking detroit 5g fucking cleveland 5g columbus 5g sandusky ohio 5g toledo ohio 4g can i ask you a question so you did like three and then you for four you went to the thumb instead of going to the pinky why'd you do that I don't know. Did I do that? I don't know. Yeah, you dude. were like, I'm telling you, were like, you. Detroit, Chicago, <laughs> and you were like, blah, 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 Sandusky. <laughs> Why not just keep, go four, you have five, barbecued, and then you go six. I'm fucking barbecued from yesterday, son. Like, I swear to God, I woke up this morning like, blah, I woke up on the couch. I was just like, what? Where am, where am I? What's happening? What, um, dude, all I know is that there was like a huge mess. I, I like made, I made hot dogs and eggs, <laughs> like, and Olive Garden. <laughs> it's fucking, it's a mess everywhere. It's like old Olive Garden eggs and, and like literally a, a, a hot dog scrambler. <laughs> That's what I went for last night. And and some soda cans. It was it was just disgusting. Like that's what I did before bed, and, and that's the last thing I remember. So you know, some heartburn probably. 
Well, I have pills for that, so, you know. There's a pill for everything, you know. There's a pill for everything. <laughs> okay, Bonnie's naming her last three. Oh, everyone's naming their last three. I love it. Still, Talil's still working on telegrams in the city and smoke signals. Thank you, Papa Sweet. For real. For real. Penny, that is so funny what you said to Jason. <laughs> uh, about the trombone. Okay, Bonnie's last three are Little Mermaid, Part of Your World, Goody Mob, Soul Food, uh, and... Uh, Tony Braxton, he wasn't man enough. Ooh, moving Dutchman, cheering that Whoa. on. Can I ask a question real quick? Sure, sure, you keep sure. Reading? Please, please. So I would argue that a top 10 90s song is Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. With Unbreak my, my heart. heart. Dude, that song is incredible. Yeah, I say, would say you so. love me again. Oh, dude, you're you're absolutely right. I would say that's so. a great song. I would say so. I would say that is at least. I mean, you can't find such a good song. Gosh darn you! You you really got me there. How do I? What's the girl's name who says she listened to Tony? Oh, I, I want to give uh, her props. Your lady friend Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah. Props than Tony Braxton, but jam out to some "Unbreak My Heart." Unbreak my heart. <laughs> uh, or or the or the more my version, unbreak my fart. That's Can JT and the conspiracy do a unbreak my fart? Fuck cover, it. Please? If uh, if JT will learn it, I always bring JT some new songs. He's like, they don't have to learn the words. <laughs> I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, we'll do. It'll be the next one I listen to. How do classic I, hippie? Can't classic, remember the words. Uh, I don't know. I wrote it. Well, I remember. <laughs> was, was that your Jason impression? I don't know what that was. I'm Jason. I play guitar, <laughs> sing songs. Oh, uh, he probably walked away. Oh no, he's laughing. He's he's laughing. <laughs> I'm glad oh, he's good. laughing and he's not like, hey, fuck you guys. That's fucked up. I'm gonna kick your ass at next Cactus Jack show. <laughs> I'm gonna show beat up. you up, man. And then I'll steal your keyboardist and replace mine. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I gotta, I gotta, I'm, I have to know what the last three things I listen to. And how do you find that out? Uh, how do you find out what? Just you, go back in your day. Like, what do you, you don't remember? Like, uh, can I push backwards? In okay, your brain? So, I'm just oh, asking oh you just to think in your head. Like. Oh, God damn it. How dare you? Okay, okay. Screw you, Mike. Okay, thank you, Jason. That's better. Uh, okay, so first of all, Prince came out with a new uh, uh, album. Posthumously came out with a new album. Most of it is not that great. Sorry, Prince. Mm. Um, but there is a great song that I've been listening to uh, that is absolutely incredible off the new album. There is a few good songs on here. This is the problem with releasing songs posthumously with artists. Like, it's like what, what is it like? Do you, there's a reason why they didn't release the shit? You know, there's a reason why they didn't just shove it all in there. Uh, Penny, I, we're going to get to your question in a second. We're going to get to everyone's question in a second, I'm, I'm, but we're doing this now. Hold on. And someone else put something in there, too. Uh, I think Robbie did. Uh, but but so the last song, the last song I listened to was Born to Die off of Welcome to America, Prince's last uh, uh, last album that was released through his people or whatever. Uh, and then what did I listen to? I listened to a... I think I just listened to the album. So the last three songs were just the new album. 
So that's easy. Oh my God. How much time could we have saved if you would have just said, use your brain, Mike. <laughs> just think about it. Don't, don't be a stupid. Well, I just wanted like accuracy, you know. I'm an insomniac Twitch addict. I usually dog walk to random play. My random will piss off anyone in for songs. Ancient Hank Williams to opera. Dude, I love Hank too. I love I love old Hank. Uh, there's a tear in my beard because I'm crying for you, dear. Um, you'll be on my lonesome mind. Do you remember that song, Stephen? You remember that song? I don't. No, I don't. You remember? Uh, Elijah. I haven't listened to much Hank. You don't remember Elijah? <laughs> or you don't remember there's a hole in my bucket? Come on, man. Where are you at? Oh, there's a hole in your bucket, dear Elijah, dear Elijah. No, no, no that one? That. You got that all messed up. <laughs> I think you got okay. a bunch that's, of classics. That's like, a, that's like a summer camp song. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie, look, Penny, Bonnie thinks that's great because uh, it keeps it interesting in when you never know what's going to play next. Okay, let's get to some of these questions here because uh, 13 minutes is a long time for it to ask a question just for it to be... Uh, you know, looked over. So here we go. Last artist uh, just dropped. Oh, uh, wait a second. Last artist you just dropped was Tom Petty. What's your favorite artist? Tom Petty is very important in my life. Uh, thank you, Penny. Uh, yeah. So who is who is who's your favorite artist? Penny wants to know. This is a very, um, by the way. This is a very easy question for a musician. It, um, can you give me like a one sentence response as to why that is an easy question? <laughs> just one, just one sentence it's before not, I answer mine. It's not an easy question. It's not an easy. Okay, question. so you're being sarcastic. Uh, yes, I am being very sarcastic. Okay, it's sorry. Not very, it, no, don't um, apologize. I'm the asshole here. No, so I, there's there's a lot of ways I can go with this. I would say I like to try to lean because. Because I think so much of our society relishes in older uh, bands and artists, I usually when people ask me like, "Who's your favorite musician?" I usually try to give someone currently making music. Mm -hmm. um, can I? Can you ask? Can, is Penny? Can you ask Penny? Can I give my three favorites? Can I? I bet. Penny can I do would, three? I bet Penny would be just okay with that. But Penny, you can let us know. I'll, I'll rank them. Okay. I, I'll rank them for Penny, so she can We'd, still get my number one. So. Um, not including any, like, I, yeah, obviously I love the, the Beatles and Tom Petty and Grateful Dead are some of my favorites. Um, I would say number one would be my morning jacket. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe. I'm obsessed with them. Jim James is an amazing songwriter. So They're a great band. They write so great good. songs. Their albums are cohesive. Just amazing. I would say number two, John Mayer. Um, cause I think he writes great songs. I get, he writes poppy songs. They're great but, poppy songs though. But his poppy songs have some amazing chords in them. They're not like any other poppy song out there. Um, I think he gets a bad rap from, from, you know, like musicians like Mike and I would typically, mm -hmm. a lot of like people, like people in my band even like dismiss, like I've gotten in arguments with my band members about like John Mayer, right. John, especially or John's watching. <laughs> Fuck they all like they all agree that he's good but they can't all like like vibe out to him but, but i just what, think he writes but what did they do songs. what did they do when they found out he was playing with the dead did they did they like did they implode like did they mentally just like crumble 
<laughs> like, it was more so like, um, I want to say it was like, I think John probably would have said something like this was like, oh, the Fair the Well shows in Chicago and California where Trey was playing. Trey really <laughs> captured Jerry, but John Mayer, he does a pretty good job. But like, that's like the bullshit that I have to deal with. Um, and then can I give him my third? So my third for Penny Please. is the, a band called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard um from australia they just are some of the best musicians in the world so king wizard and the lizard lizard wizard it can't comes right up what kind of music is this dude so they're like they've released like in their eight years of existence like 18 albums or something great like one year they released like five albums in one year and it's not like they're just writing like bs like really quick off the top of your head shit. Like they're, they're writing stuff that is super complex and polyrhythmic and um, weird uh, chord progressions. And it, they're, they're just amazing. I will, after the show, I'm going to send you some stuff, Mike, because if you've never listened to them, you'll really like them, but they're some of the most talented people. They have like every album. Some of the albums have like a theme, like one they did like uh, microtones. So like, a lot of like Middle Eastern music and, you know, Asian, essentially Eastern music has uh, microtones. So like it, you know, you think of like your guitar, guitar neck, right? You go up like a step and then a half, you know, half steps and like, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And like the, the stuff that they did, they like, they, they literally built their own guitars and basses and basses and changed the fret lengths mm. so they can play these microtones right Dang, that's tight. yeah and they did like another album that was like i think and just called, just for anybody who might is still a little bit uh a little bit iffy on what microtone is think about like indian music and think about like uh um, yeah. and, and think about like uh like sitar music because like sitars have these like really big uh big frets on them that allow you to bend and hit these notes that aren't in traditional Western music. Yeah, uh, traditional Western music is very limited to. I feel. I feel like it's very limited in in emotion. I mean, there's a ton of emotion that you can get out of Western music, but I feel like there's that 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 in between emotion that that shit that's not mm-hmm. just sad or happy. You know, like that shit lives. Like in the ancient rhythms and the ancient microtones coming from like ancient, you know, India and and I mean all in that Middle Eastern stuff. So just sort of bring it home for anybody who might be still a little confused. Yeah, I'm sorry, Moving Dutchman, I did not set that up. So let me get Cactus Jack's information for you guys so you can follow up. But please continue. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steven, uh, I just stepped all over you. No, no, no. Like that was I. I feel like you explained that a little bit. I mean, you're. I'm just a drummer, man. I just I hit things with <laughs> sticks. Just man. a drummer, sir. I'm like a caveman. Like you're, <laughs> you play instruments with, you know, fingerings and whatever. But you also can do that as well. So don't. Yeah, I mean, stop acting brand new, sir. But please continue. Um, I mean, I I gave my top three. Are you going to elaborate on? King oh no, more? no, no. Well, <laughs> oh, well, I thought you still were talking more about King uh, Gizzard. Well, no, I was going to say one thing, like. Mm. So they have they have a bunch of like themed type albums. They're very concept heavy. Sweet. Um, they've done like acoustic albums like that are exceptionally poppy. They've done stuff that is inspired by Southeastern Asia. The the album of theirs that I think is the most impressive. It's not my favorite of theirs, but I think it's the most impressive of theirs. 
is an album called Nonagon Infinity. So mm. every song in the album, there's like, I don't know, nine to 10 songs maybe. And every song in the album kind of flows in to each other or flows into the next one, I guess. And it kind of revisits maybe certain melodies and things like that. But if you put the album on repeat, it would just keep going. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Am I good? No. I'm not good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, now you are. I'm good now. <laughs> I got so excited. Dude, King Gizzard just King gets Gizzard me excited. gets you going, just, baby. Just give me a second. This is the problem of using a, a cell phone. I this. know, man. It's all good. I appreciate you you, you, you yeah. helping us out here, man. Okay, so now I'm off-centered. It's okay. I can, can kind of help go. you. Okay, so before I just ruin my story, I'll just keep it super short now. You're all good, man. The album, if you press play and you have it on repeat, the last song flows into the first song. So it's called Nonagon Infinity because it this the album will just keep going and going and going and going. Which I think is like a brilliant thing that Absolutely. Absolutely. That yeah, that idea because it's, it's like never ending. It's forever, right? It's never ending. Like that that's beautiful. Absolutely. It's inspiring that people like they're essentially like our age, Mike. Like Wow. And I, they're they're doing they're doing stuff that's just very creative and uh, different and they can write poppy songs and weird proggy songs and metals, Sweet. you know, they, they did an entire like thrash metal album, which was, I've never been like a thrash metal fan, <laughs> but I listened to that album. It was like one of my favorite albums of the year because yeah. it was just it was well done, done so well, you know, you know anyway, what, you thanks know Penny for the question. <laughs> but do you know what? Like, uh, uh, like, um, uh, glow stick glow stick has that hippie metal thing, you know? And like, I, I love me- I have a, an affinity for metal, but like it's gone it's it's not as strong as it was when i was a young man you know so like uh or younger man i i'm not trying to say i'm an old person but i'm fucking almost 40 here folks i'm not are you almost 40 what's what's the age (laughs) i'm 38 so i just turned 34 on friday well there you go there you go where feels good it's better than the alternative what going backwards like benjamin button no, you can't go backwards. Oh, what's the I don't I don't think that? Benjamin Button goes backwards. I think he just he ages backwards. I don't think he goes backwards. Though. Oh, okay. Well, if we're splitting hairs hair, hair <laughs> we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> and, uh, in any case, uh, no, the the King Gizzard, are they um do like what kind of circuits do they run in? Like do they run in like the jam circuits? Like if they're going to play a festival, what kind of festival would they play? Kind of like they I know a lot of like um because i know like trey from fish Mm -hmm. he's a he's an advocate of like sharing new bands and like he's shared like i like the band dr dog like he shared Mm -hmm. dr dog stuff before he shared king gizzard stuff before so like i think a lot of like jam bandy Mm -hmm. people like king gizzard because they're they do jam a little bit Mm -hmm. um but their music is very complex so i think people that just but it's also accessible so people that just like music live music will go in there so they're kind of like in the indie scene but also jammy scene but also like if you're like rock kind of like music they're in that scene like they're maybe that's what they're doing very well right now because they are uh just kind of multifaceted i guess with their skills right right yeah it's funny is like what you think you would think that like when these prog guys you know they they could fit in any genre anywhere but it's really but what ends up happening is that it's uh you see like it's hard for them to get placed in certain 
boxes and, and people just yeah. want boxes, right? It's like, I just want something in a box. And well, most people, uh, and, and then they just, you, it's hard to like sell that for whatever reason. I mean, you know, like yes and rush. And, uh, these are some really proggy bands that, you know, really made, um, that really made, uh, you know, big headlines and made it to the top or whatever that is now, but you know, like, it, but it, but how many other prog rock bands have made it into the pop sphere? You know, like into the mainstream sphere. So it, Kansas, it, yeah, Kansas, and that's. I mean, how long ago was that? <laughs> it's like long time ago. Yeah. Um. You know, wait. Uh. uh um. Who's that band that uh, had that one song that was a hit? And they're kind of a proggy bit. Who's that? Portugal the man. Portugal the man. Oh yeah. They kind of had. They're kind of proggy, kind of, and they had like a mainstream thing. But that was like you know, that was a few years ago, and they're not really that proggy. So so it is like this weird thing where it's hard to like package these bands who who are everywhere all the time. And they end up just having sort of these underground, these huge underground things. Like, God damn it, where are those, those notifications coming from? It's pissing me off. Um, but like, like the Mars Volta, like I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Mars Volta? Yeah, I've seen them. They, I saw them live. They opened for the Chili Peppers when I was like a oh, sophomore yeah. in college. Yeah, they, they did do that. I forgot. Amazing. Uh, I think my buddy went to that same concert um, in Detroit. Was that in at the Palace? Uh, I went in Columbus. I think. Columbus. Um, the palace i still call it the palace i'm so <laughs> the palace at auburn hills i'm sold <laughs> uh oh my god i saw portugal during the last uh the last pregnancy could be considered zach's first band yo i i love portugal the band they're fucking so dude awesome. i was i went through a phase where i would have considered them a top five band for yeah. me i yeah i would i would say that too i would say that too the one I didn't love their last album the, yeah the last album didn't love it but i love their music they're great they and they're they're just so uh prolific you know they just they're constantly just putting out material like they just don't stop um live shows are great because they don't they treat it like a jam band where mm -hmm. it's actually i saw an interview where like one of the dudes in the band said they treat it like they're like a dj where they try to just keep it just the hits keep just keep coming keep the you know? hits going. <laughs> just yeah. banging in a mouth boom boom just keep it going baby yeah yeah for yeah. sure though i mean that's one way to do it fuck it um, the album that I really absolutely just fell in love with, which I don't know, um, Waiter You Vultures is like probably my favorite band by those guys. Like that album just fucking for me was like, that was like my time in Southern California as a young, young man, mm -hmm. just running around the beach, fucking drunk and high on drugs and life and jamming this in my shitty little iPod that, that you had to like hook to your computer and load with mp3s like a fucking like a loser no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh but but yeah the they're they're great they're absolutely great i like in the mountain in the cloud that was like in their the mountain, big like one, one of their breakthroughs but is that the one with that the, that one song on it that like made it onto the radio and stuff I can't uh the name are you talking about feel it still i think i guess i don't know are you talking about the one that goes doom Dun, yeah, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like two after in the mountain in the cloud. Gotcha, gotcha. In the mountain in the cloud has like so American sleep forever. I don't know if you know those songs. Anyway, no, we don't have to don't. talk about Portugal Man anymore. <laughs> no, I, well, I love the band. I mean, obviously, you see how much I love them. I, I only know yeah. one album by them. <laughs> I love yeah. them greatly and deeply. Um, 
uh, 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 thank you, Mighty Mighty, for subbing Robbie. Uh, Mighty Mighty. Mighty Mighty. Thank you for that sub. We appreciate you. Love you. Um, anyways, there was um, what what pirated from LimeWire. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, what was I? What was the other one? It wasn't. It was after LimeWire was when you could start pirating the big files. What was those called? Bit. Was that? What was that? Something. BitTorrents. Torrents. Not Napster. A little after Napster. I used to go BitTorrent and just download like fucking gigs. <laughs> yep, yep. Just downloading torrents, baby. Uh, I was an asshole. Uh, still am, kind of. But I pay for my music now. Uh, all right, we got more questions here. Uh, Pirate Bay, yes, uh, Pirate Bay for real. Uh, yeah. Did you use Pirate Bay, uh, Stephen? You wanna? Do you wanna publicly admit that you're stealing music? Uh, Pirate Bay, no. I, I used Napster at some point. <laughs> I'm sure LimeWire. Yeah. At yeah. one point, but no, not I'm not Pirate you Bay. You didn't get that deep, huh? Uh, okay, Jason wants to know if you've ever played a rusty trombone. I didn't know if I was going to ask you that question, but I did. Uh, no, I I kept my trombone pretty uh, kept it, dry, kept so it, it didn't. So the 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 metal on the trombone didn't get rusty. So no, <sighs> thanks for being concerned over the condition of the trombone that I owned in junior high, Jason. Yeah, I was a junior high kid, Jason. <laughs> Oh, Rob. All right. Robbie, I think I missed your top three. Sorry. I, wa I wanted to name your top three, but we got all we got all mixed up here. Um, yeah. Like so, 311? Oh, we were all mixed up. We didn't know what to do. No. We got all Robbie's questions and we went poo-poo. <laughs> Sorry. What's your favorite all-time professional wrestler? Ooh, who asked that? Jason. Jason. Uh, can, I ask, can you ask Jason, can I, can I give my Mount Rushmore? Because that's like the pro wrestling, like that's like the thing people do in pro wrestling. Sure. What's the so moment? my Mount Rushmore of pro wrestlers would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. Do we have a graphic coming up? No. Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. No do we have a graphic right? <laughs> well, I heard like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's he's getting the graphic up, and it's gonna be we can. I mean, we can. I mean, shit. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's gonna be the Undertaker. Ooh. It's going to be Edge. You know Edge? No? No, I don't know. Oh, Edge. That must be after my time. I'm bringing you back here. So there's Stone Cold. God, what an amazing performer that guy was. Perfect, perfect performer. Um, so we had Stone Cold, Undertaker, Edge. And I would probably say tie between like Shawn Michaels. Now let's just say Shawn Michaels, probably is number four. Shawn Michaels, not was he the one who died, or did uh, was that his brother? No. Or see, look at Edge right there, not the short hair Edge, long hair Edge, long hair Edge. Look at this. Guy. No, you're thinking of you're thinking of Owen Hart, who's yes, Bret Hart's Bret brother. Hart. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're thinking of Owen Hart. Hey, Wild but sober, welcome in, welcome in. Good to see you, buddy. Um, yeah, Edge, and then of course, if you guys don't know who uh, the Undertaker okay. is, oh yeah. Oh, we'll get the Cactus Jack, too. 
<laughs> I was gonna say Mick Foley because I, I actually genuinely love Mick Foley. Dude, but, Mick Foley is incredible too. Um, like, what an he's amazing, amazing performer! What an amazing he was showman! Like, one of my favorites. Yeah, and like the extent that he would take his his uh, antics to, you know, with the blood and and you know, like when he was mankind, you know, like he was like yeah. he was really good characters. Hits, good on the man. microphone. He was a badass. Let, let's pull up a uh, Cactus Jack just just because. You're probably going to get some Tyler, or sorry, Travis Scott shoes, which we get tagged in those a lot nowadays. <laughs> We're probably going to be like slapped with a lawsuit one of these days, either by Mick Foley or by Travis Scott. So look at this, look at this guy. Look at this genius. Look at this fucking genius right here. <laughs> look at this guy. He doesn't give a fuck. Guy, so cool. You don't care. You don't give a shit if he gets hurt. He's out here for the people, folks. He's out here for the He people. wants to get hurt. He wants it. I want to put on a show for my fans. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we got you gotta love made emotes of wrestlers. What do you got? You got the champ taker. <laughs> you got you guys made emo wrestling. Yeah, I mean, yo, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I mean, Nature Boy is one of my favorite, obviously. Woo! Obviously. Hold on obviously wait oh wait we're in the wrong thing never mind we can't do it <laughs> i thought you were saying mcfoley now i'm hungry <laughs> he is still doing stuff yeah mcfoley i thought mcfoley was doing uh like i thought he had a podcast or something or he was doing something cool um like that he's a really good writer yes anyone he's, who a writer. There, he's a writer he's a writer anyone right. who's 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 watching this right now that likes to read read some of his books they're really mm -hmm. funny Take, like really funny okay undertaker hogan and the rock okay robbie likes the rock hulk hogan rick flair the rock Those are all good and the undertaker nice nice how you doing while i'm doing okay i'm a little i'm a little i'm a little burnt out I, I i ate a lot of edibles over the weekend and now my brain isn't working all that andre the giant holy shit how can you forget about andre the giant Let, let's put oh yokozuma Oh shit! Now you're going. Now hold on. Let's pull. Uh, what what's the uh what were we gonna look at? Not Yokozuma. We'll pull up Yokozuma. Andre the Giant. Yoka, you know, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. No M. Oh my god, I'm an asshole. Oh, I was just reading Pizza Pizza Jam. Why you got me over here sounding like an asshole? How you doing, Pizza Yokozuna? Jam? Yokozuna was portrayed as a Japanese guy, but he's actually Samoan. Oh, for real. Yeah, he's actually a member. I think he's a member of Jason can back me up on this. I think he's a member member of like the Rocks family. I oh, think. that's that's kind of dope. I think. Don't quote me, but I, I'm pretty sure he's in that group. Is this true, Jason? We want to know. That's it. My bad. <laughs> You're good, Pizza J. I'm just joking. Uh, thinking of Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall, dude. Dave Foley's amazing too. I love Dave. Is Foley. Dave Foley here right now? <laughs> no, that would be awesome. No, <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie brought up Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall, which is I love him. Yeah, I love Kids in the Hall. You darn Canadians can be so funny. Uh, damn. Yeah, Andre was the original superstar. What? No, that's not what we asked you. Yokozuna. I don't think that's how you spell it, but there he is. Yokozuna. Wow, but it still came up right. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> Look at that dude. So he's Samoan, but they're trying to say he was. Jeff. He's the Rock's mom's brother's kid. Like for a while, they would put like the <laughs> the classic sumo wrestler like man bun thing up here. Yeah. 
they're like, you gotta be Japanese. It's like, but I'm from Samoa. It's like, His nah. manager was Mr. Fuji. Was classic. <laughs> no, but your, but your You're manager mis- is Mr. Fuji. You're from Japan. <laughs> close enough, man. You're close enough. All right, fine. We're. I'll, I'll just do it then. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, what did we, did we need to, did we have anybody who, who did, who did some, someone said something that made me go, oh yeah, what was it? Dave Foley. Let's bring it. We'll just pick, we'll just get a picture of Dave Foley too. There we go. <laughs> oh, look at Dave. Look at this guy. Wow. Getting older, man. Getting up there. All right. Uh, Dave Foley fears arrest. Oh, this was, oh yeah. If anybody doesn't know the story about Dave Foley and his divorce, this he was married to this woman who he still pays uh, for, um, what do you call that when you have to pay for... Child support? Not child support, it's something else. It's when you uh, divorce a woman and you still have to pay for... Uh, alimony. Like alimony. Alimony. He has to pay her alimony that was calculated at a time when he was on um, news radio, so he was making a lot of money. A lot of money, yeah. And Great show, by the way. Awesome show. I love that show. Thank you guys so much for telling me. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Uh, I'll get to these questions, guys. I promise we'll get to the questions here. We actually got to move along here. We're, we're just taking our sweet old time here. Uh, but yeah, Jason, do we have any non-pro wrestling questions here? Like- <laughs> he does, actually, I think. Or not. Uh, but just to sort of speed this up, he got his calculated his income while he was on a network TV show, and then he lost the show and then wasn't making that much more money. So um, his ex-wife was like, that don't matter. You owe me like $500,000 a month or something. And so Whoops. Dave Foley had to go and like do whatever he could to raise money to pay his wife, which I'm not, I'm not talking bad about alimony. I'm not talking bad about anything. It's just, wow. Could you imagine being married to somebody and then and then having to pay them $500,000 every fucking month because you made a bunch of money for like a little bit of time and now you have to keep that up? That's crazy, but you know, I don't know. I don't think they had kids every fucking month. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, not to not to harp on that let's get back to these questions here so uh did you find it substantially easier to learn your second instrument after already being proficient in one or did you feel like starting at the beginning great question papa sweet thank you it's an amazing question yeah that's really good um i'm gonna say i felt like it was hard so I play drums, guitar, and piano. Um, I guess trombone, but like I don't. I'm not gonna count trombone. <laughs> but it's not rusty. It's not rusty. Because <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it's not rusty. I can't play. Tr- I, maybe I could. I haven't picked up a trombone in a while, but maybe I can still play it. Um, I'm just gonna count drums, guitar, and piano as the three instruments I play, not including voice. Drums was a uh, a natural pickup for me, and it was something I just you know. I taught myself for the zero. I had zero drum lessons. On, I, I kind of wish I would have had drum lessons to be honest, but um, zero drum. I self-taught. I took one summer of drum lessons when I was maybe like 19, just to see like what new things I can learn. Cause I was just adventurous. Um, but I would say guitar was probably the second instrument I learned. Um, and I felt like it was harder for me because it was, there's so much difference. Piano, I kind of picked up by myself as well with a little help from my dad. 
um, since he plays piano. Piano came a little more natural to me. Um, there's a lot of people that would say that piano and drums are very comparable to each other because piano is very rhythmic with what, you know, you get your right foot, you're hitting the pedal and you have a lot of percussive elements, I guess, to it mm -hmm. and a couple things happening at once. Um, and I also like about piano is that it's a copy of itself, yeah, it's you know, very just linear. repeated. Yeah. It's, it's very linear. Guitar is a little confusing for me. Asshole so guitar. I know like very basic guitar stuff when I'm writing, I, kind of just randomly do stuff and I don't know what it means to be honest. Um, I'm not that proficient in it. And I think piano is a little easier for my brain to understand like what I'm doing. Like when I add, like if, if somebody, if I was playing like a, a chord in piano and somebody goes, Oh, that's beautiful. Add a seventh to it. Like it would be like immediate. Like I would know exactly what to do. Uh -huh. Guitar would take me maybe like a unless it's like, you know, a C seven or G, you know, something that I've done a bunch of, if I'm playing like a D sharp seven, it would be harder for me to, to say, or to, to know what to do on that. So it was like completely learning something new with guitar. I, I didn't like the, the, um, at the time when I was a kid, when I was in high school, I didn't love the learning scales thing until mm. I got a little older. So yeah. Maybe that was because of the times. I was in high school and it was like Blink-182. So I was like, right, I just need to learn some po fucking power chords, yeah, man. Yeah, like, the one in a five, baby. What's up? <laughs> Coming for you. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I answered that question. But. Um. So, so I mean, then would you say that you use the information from each instrument you learned as you went, did you use the information, any information from the last instrument you 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 played or learned for the next instrument? Like, was was the information Probably. were you able to carry over information and carry over ideas and stuff to help you along? I think anything you mess around with, I think is is informative too. Especially like me, like I one of my favorite things. Or <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is tight. It's what what's sorry. happening is that I'm I'm hitting my my. You know what I mean. We, we see what's um, happening, Steve. We can. You see guys it. see what's happening. So <laughs> I, I would say for me, like I'm a songwriter by nature, like mm -hmm. which I mentioned earlier. Like right. I love writing words um, about different subjects and whatever. So like if I'm gonna write a song, I think I use all of my musical abilities while writing it. So like if I'm writing a song on piano, um, I'm already thinking of like what my drum beat is gonna be. Um, if I'm writing a song on guitar, I'm already, I'm already thinking of like just the, the groove of it. So maybe it's just, I'm always thinking of thinking of songs I write as a drummer. Um, I'm a very groove oriented songwriter, I guess, be probably because of me being a drummer. Um, so like when I'm writing songs like groove and it's, I very, very much focus on melody. So it's kind of a combination of all that stuff, I guess. Um, did it ever feel like you were starting from the beginning on any of the, on the instruments or did it sort of all come natural for you? I think piano came a little more natural, mm -hmm. even though I, again, I'm not like, yeah. I mean, Mike, you're like, you're way, you're way, I'm not trying to compare myself it's or all say good, that I'm bro. a good piano player. I, I don't um, even say I'm a good piano player, so it's all good, bro. <laughs> but, but, but piano, but you are, but like piano, I mean, piano is, is something that. 
I'm, I'm slowly but surely learning and it's a little easier for me to, to know. So, um, I know I am a little more, um, intentional, I think of what I write on piano than I am on guitar. Guitar is more of like, I'm just messing around with my fingers a little bit and, Oh, that sounds cool. And then it's, it's like an, ex, it's a little more creative expression. Cause I don't know exactly what I'm doing yeah. and maybe I'm being modest and maybe I'm being realistic, but I don't know. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, great. I mean, great answer to a great question. Uh, who's your favorite drummer and why moving Dutchman? This is a classic scenario, but I, I wish they would ask who are your top three. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm um, sure. Moving Dutchman would take your top three as well. I'm gonna do top three. Let's do top three. So I love the current drummer Nate Smith, um, who's played with members of, of Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. Um, he currently is on tour with Brittany Howard, who she's the lead singer of. Uh, who's she the lead singer of? Uh, Alabama Shakes. Mm. Um, yes. So he's he's an amazing like just go go to his YouTube page or or yeah. Instagram page. He's an amazing drummer. Murder. Um, so I like him. Growing up, I would say Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers. He's an amazing just funk drummer. Just interesting. Bangs it. Interesting. Um, I just love him. Um, and I I mean I'm a Beatles head, but my third would be John Bonham. I, I knew Bonham was in there somewhere. I knew it. I could feel it. I could feel Bonham was in there somewhere. Ringo, yeah. you know what? Ringo... He, he does what he does. He man. does what he does. And, and as simple as he can be... Like, he was still coming up with really unique beats, you know? Like, I, I've heard so many Come drummers. Come together. Yeah. Who was doing that? Like, that was an insane... No one. That was beautiful. And And... You know, I hear so many drummers say that same thing. It's like, you know, uh, well, not the same thing, but like they always give props to Ringo. Like Ringo doesn't get enough props. He's like, and I always see drum. I'm, I'm sure I saw like a Vox video. You know how Vox will do those music things or something like that where they're like talk to like famous drummers who are just like, dude, and sitting and sitting with the beats and stuff and, and going over why Ringo was such a, a, a huge influence on, on, on people. Uh, especially drummers. I mean, shit, man. I used to jam along on the drum set to Ringo Starr and shit. Like, I mean, because some of it was really easy. And I mean, that, and then come together, that, who wasn't as a drummer, who isn't trying to do that? You know, like at one point in your life, you're going to try to play that, that, uh, you know, who's a, um, a late bloomer love for me and is Levon Helm for the band. Oh, yeah, yeah. From the band. Yeah. Like, he, Obviously, like I mean, people would compare me to him because like he's he does a lot of their lead vocals, mm-hmm. and and he but, has like, a gruffled voice too. I mean, gruffled mean, voice, but like, damn, he is he's a good drummer, yeah. like such a good drummer. Yeah, Great so I like there. I like him a lot. Um, there you go. I'm oh, sure there's I'm I'm surprised there's not many questions mo- about like who's your favorite drummer singer, you know. <laughs> Top three drummer singers. What? Who's your top three drummer singers, Steve? I mean, Levon Helm, John John Henley, John Henley, Phil. John Henley's great from the Eagles. What about Phil? Uh, Even out Phil? Um, I don't love Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Am I can? Am I canceled for that or? Son of a bitch! Not you, Dusty. Not you, Dusty. Never Dusty. Not that you. Not Dusty, just Dusty. Steve. Just Steven. Um, and then who is the third? 
Um, I don't know. Who's another good singer? I don't pay attention. <laughs> are we doing are we doing lead vocals or just, just background? Dr- well, I mean, you could do background too. I mean, Fishman. What about Fishman? I'm um, not a big Grohl? Fishman guy. Oh, Ry- Riley knows that. I'm not a big Fishman guy. Um, oh, here's a, here's right. actually a group. <laughs> Hello? Good group. You know that group? I do. Um, we good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. This is like a, this is just a bit I'm doing now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's, it's a comedy bit. Um, the gets band funnier Dawes, every time. I'm sorry. The band on. Dawes from LA. Mm. Um, They're actually from San Diego, I think, and they moved to LA. Okay, they so got I their start I in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, so like the guitar, the lead guitar player and the drummer are brothers. So mm. they got that brother harmony thing. So the drummer does like harmony, he's an um, amazing drummer does great harmonies they just did actually just to kind of connect this the jam band scene most of the members of dawes i think everyone but the bass player just played obviously it's without the bass player just played with phil lesh for from the dead Mm. for like a three-night thing and i think it was in nashville damn that's tight and they put yeah it was it was like i think they bill it as like phil lesh Ooh, i'm at 10 percent battery by the way damn you Um, steve we still got to pick my next single I was charging while you were showing all these other videos, so I was I'm in good shape, I think. Oh. So, but hey, no, you, um, you, I mean, you pulled it through, man. I mean, like it, we, we when when we agreed to do this, it was like three to five, so like you made it happen, so <laughs> I'm <laughs> you, doing it, dude. You fulfilled your side of the deal, living it up. Hey, um, Dave Grohl. People are keep on saying Dave Grohl, but he's not a drummer. Like he's he he doesn't necessarily sing from behind the drums, right? He's when he's doesn't. singing. He sings in front of with the guitar and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he can sing and drum just fine, but and I'm sure he's done it in the past. But I'm I'm just I'm thinking that I don't know if I would go as far as to say that Dave Grohl is a drummer. He's not. No. No. Boom, boom. It's been confirmed, folks. Um, so we got a couple more questions. Oh, we got to do the Baby Yoda interview. Okay, so we got to summon Baby Yoda, everybody. Everyone, help me summon Baby Yoda. If you have the if you have the baby Yoda emote, let's see it. Uh, I know it's a bit emote, so don't feel bad if you don't have it. Um, so uh, yeah, the, the w- baby Yoda, baby Yoda, please, I am summoning you, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Grogu, are you there? Hi. Hey, what's up, Baby Yoda? Boom, there he is, everybody. Baby Yoda is here. What's going on, Baby Yoda? How you doing? Mm, no, nothing really. I was mostly playing Spacecraft. Spacecraft. Ooh, nice. Thank you, Moving Dutchman, for throwing that, Baby Yoda. And, and that pizza, <laughs> oh, you went out and got Kelvin's pizza? <laughs> that's tight, pizza. Oh, that's tight, pizza jams. Uh, Baby Yoda, do you have a question for today's guest, Stephen Miser of Cactus Jack? Yes. Okay. What is your favorite thing to do? Ooh, what is your favorite thing to do, Stephen Miser of Cactus Jack? It's a very loaded question, Baby Yoda. <laughs> um, it can be, I guess. 
<laughs> There's a lot of ways I can answer that, baby. Can I call you baby? Can can he call you baby, baby Yoda? Yes. There you go. Yes, you can. All right, baby, baby with two Y's, I guess it would be. Um, <laughs> baby with an I. Baby with an I. There you go. Um, my favorite thing to do, I just like to, I mean, I'm not going to go like the music route because I think that's boring. I mean, you guys know I play music. I'm not going to say like, well, like my favorite thing to do is play drums in my band. Like that's, you guys get that. Um, besides that, I would say just being around people that I like and enjoy is something that is very, very invaluable to me. Um, so baby, if you're thinking of a way to go about your life, baby, you need to surround yourself with people that inspire you and you have fun with, Mm. because I think that's the, that, that makes your life like just being around people that you enjoy talking to. Like I enjoy talking to Mike. Um, I enjoy talking with just anyone who just can have a silly conversation and whatever. Like that's just, to me, that's, that's the best. So that's my answer, baby. Why? So there you go. Baby Yoda, Steven likes hanging out with his friends and family. That's his favorite thing to do. What do you think of that? Do you think that's a cool thing to do? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do, baby Yoda? Mostly play spacecraft. Just play spacecraft? That's your favorite thing to do? It's not hanging is that like, Is that like Minecraft, baby? Why? It yeah. is, yes, it is like it is like Minecraft, yes. But it's spacecraft. Spacecraft. Um, baby Yoda, do you have another question for today's guest? Yes. Okay, go ahead. What is your favorite color? Ooh. Steven, what is your favorite color? Can I do top three, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say it is the color blue. That has evolved as I've gotten older. But I would say the color blue. Blue. Yeah. Or black. I like black Ooh. sometimes, too. Black. Uh, blue or black? That's right. That solid choice. I, I think so too. I think so too. Baby Yoda, is there? A, what's your favorite color? It's got to be green, right? Is is it green? Red. Red. Ooh, Ooh curveball, baby. Dang, there you go. Baby Yoda has a leg up on knowing good peeps. I would say so, Penny. I'd say so. Ah, the classic bruise colors. <laughs> Um, baby Yoda, thank you so much. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Steven, is there a question that you have for baby Yoda? Uh, it, I do have a question. Yes. Okay. Just go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So baby Yoda, I have a question for you. Are you ready? Are you ready for Steven's question, baby Yoda? Yes. All right. What is... If you were, if somebody were to give you a million dollars and said, make me a painting that I can hang on my wall, what thing or things would you include in your painting? Ooh, great, great question. If, Baby Yoda, if someone gave you one million dollars to create a painting, what would be the thing or things that you would paint on your painting? 
I'd probably paint a portrait. Portrait of... Um, Portrait of me. <laughs> oh, baby Yoda self-portrait. All right. Take it. <laughs> there it is, everybody. <laughs> everybody, give baby Yoda a round of applause. Thank you so much, baby Yoda, for coming on and sharing your words of wisdom with us. You have a great rest of your day, buddy. See you later. All right. Yes, baby Yoda. Indeed, indeed. That was a good Thank you, Baby Yoda. We appreciate you and for being here, doing that huge. We we really like it. We like it. Um, we're gonna we're going until Steven's phone dies, everybody. Because uh, I get a battery update. Yeah, what's the battery update? Oh, we're at six. We're good. Oh hell yeah. We we got a few more questions left here. So okay. Uh, good top three. Uh, but really just wanted your favorite Tom Petty song. Uh, so- Ooh. Um. Okay. So I love the album Wildflowers. Me too. So Good. That's right. one of that's a top five album of all time for me. So it's probably one. Of my I would say, yeah. um, "Crawling Back to You," which is on that one, is in my favorite Tom Petty songs. I would say, "Don't Come Around Here No More," mm. is a good one. Um, and I would say, that's that's really hard because Tom Petty's so good. Yeah, amazing. Um, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Tom. Um, probably just like a pop, um, maybe even just, I know it's like, I know it's just like, it's one of his bigger hits, but I would probably go with free fallen because it's simple yeah. and beautiful. I read a bi- biography about Tom Petty, so I kind of have like a, understanding of why he did the things he did with songwriting hmm. that's dope that's dope. i love seeing tom petty at the firefly fest a few years back Sixty thousand people rocking it was tripping. i was tripping he's in, the best i was tripping in the forest next to it listening since it was so intense with all those people yeah i feel you sometimes it's better to just stay at the campsite and listen from afar <laughs> fuck being in that crowd sometimes you don't know how it feels yeah you don't know how it that's feels. a good one too it's a regular one yeah you don't know how it feels to be to be me. me dude there's a song on that i think it's wildflower i think i love like the song wildflowers itself is just so fucking just beautiful i did that for gorgeous the voice yeah dude metallica i could imagine metallica taking down metallica all tripped out like <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Chilled at the campsite. I, I I get that. I get that. All right, we we gotta keep it moving before the phone dies. Here, where is your swag sold? Okay, uh, your favorite today. I I did put in a link, and I'm so sorry, guys, that I didn't have this shit ready. I, I, like I said, I'm a fucking mess today. So there is their Instagram. I know how much you guys hate Facebook, so there's their Instagram. You can go there and link with uh, most of everything they do. Uh, uh, do you guys have T-shirts and stuff? Uh, so we're in the process of having somebody design it. T- we, well, we have, we had a, like a, a t-shirt catastrophe that, w- that we had some t-shirts that were done the t-shirt and catastrophe. they weren't done very well. So now we're trying to make some t-shirts, but if you, I mean, if you have Spotify, Apple music, yeah. best way to support us is to listen to our first album, which is welcome to Jack Lynn. And then like Mike said, like he likes our acoustic album, 
is on the Manistee, which we were not able to label a live acoustic album because we were not in front of people. Um, <laughs> even though we did it in a lot, we did it straight live, like right. just straight takes. Um, there's some raw moments there vocally. There's some raw moments, you know, I'm sure Riley has some stuff on guitar. You'd rather redo, but, um, <laughs> yeah, we would, we couldn't Spotify wouldn't let us or, or all of the, we couldn't, we couldn't label it a live album because it was not in front of people, which is interesting, but it is interesting. whatever. That is anyway. Crazy. So yeah, just listen to our music. Um, on whatever streaming thing you like. I mean, yeah, I'm dropping the Spotify right now, guys. So go and link up on Spotify with these guys. You can definitely listen and stream their music right now. Their last their last uh, album that they released is pretty dope, too. Oh, yes, people love animals here. So what what's the kitty's name? Flanders. His name's Flanders. Yes! Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> um, damn it, Flanders. Damn it, Flanders. Uh, okay, waffles or pretzels? Now, I have to preface this question. This is from Wild But Sober. Uh, we're talking about the freshly baked waffles with the salt and the cheese of the dips and or whatever you want. Not those shitty little, I don't even know what they call them, but the little crack. Bagel waffles yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, fuck those things. We're talking about fresh baked stuff. I got six in care right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope they get better. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking to Bonnie. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I missed it. I'm just interjecting wherever I feel like it. Mighty, Mighty, thank you so much for giving Pizza Jams a sub. I appreciate you. Matter, matter. Uh, okay, so after that uh, explanation, waffles or pretzels? Soft pretzels or hard pretzels? No, I just told you soft pretzels. Soft baked pretzels, bro. Oh, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, it's, it's I was busy with Flanders. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go soft soft pretzels. Okay. There it is, everybody. Pretzel gang. Yeah. Pretzel gang. German, but I guess Germans love waffles too. So yeah, They love waffles. They love all kinds yeah. of treats. Uh, coffee or chocolate? You'll have to leave one for the rest of your life. Oh, you'll have to leave one for the rest. Damn, you're... Damn... Damn, while but sober, you're coming for him today. All right, so coffee or chocolate, and you have to leave one behind forever. It's easy. I'm gonna keep keep coffee for yeah. sure. Yeah, I would say coffee too because chocolate is like. I love chocolate. But it's coffee, great. Come on, like like I don't need sugary sweets. I need something that fucking gets me going. Yeah. All right, last question. Did you find it easier to write when you're in a bad... Oh, do you find it easier to write when you're in a bad headspace? Uh, if not, what kind of mental state do you prefer to be in to write? And that is from Jason Tyler Black, who... Thank you very much, Jason, for, for doing that. Uh, that was a great question. So go ahead. Great, yeah. Um, I find it easier to write when I'm not in a great headspace, but I mm. enjoy it more when I'm in a positive headspace so like for example one of the songs we i wrote for cactus jack i don't want to say i wrote i wrote the the lyrics and melody to for cactus jack he wrote it it's, it's called it's, well it's called lemonade so like i didn't write the music to it we kind of wrote it as a group and i told riley so it's called lemonade because of the the, the lyrics that i wrote but I told Riley, I read something about, I think, Ben Folds. If you guys know Ben Folds. I do. Um, he said something like one of the practices he does to um, 
kind of keep his songwriting um, up to par, I guess, is to sometimes just you write lyrics and you just spew them out and you maybe have a song that would maybe need, let's just say, for example, three verses. So you would write maybe four or five, six different verses, but just spew out whatever you have. Stream of consciousness. And, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stream of consciousness. And so I did that and I wrote four verses for the song called Lemonade. And the first three that I wrote, I loved so much. And they're, those are the ones that like we use for the band. Mm. So I was in a very good headspace for that. I was, I'm not, I mean, just to give you insight on myself, like I'm not the kind of person that's ever in like a very low headspace. Um, I have moments of my life where I may be down or whatever, but I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. I I'm lucky. I don't suffer with like depressive thoughts and, and things like that. Um, respect for people that have to deal with that. Um, but obviously I write songs too, when I'm feeling down about, you know, whatever, like, you know, your grandparents pass away or, you know, you get in a fight with your significant other and you want to lay some thoughts down, whatever. I just enjoy writing more so in a, in a mindset of I'm here I am right now and here are the, here the words that I'm, I'm spewing out. And, and it's typically based off of like, what am I trying to achieve with the words that I'm spewing out, I guess, for lack of better terms. I've, I've re- repeated that a bunch, but great question, Jason. I don't, I think I rambled a little bit and didn't answer that super eloquently, but no, I thought that was great, especially that because you gave sort of an idea of how to approach songwriting too. Um, yeah, that, that's a great way of going about it. I, I like I, I worked with a rapper, Tori T. Uh, he that's how he wrote rhymes. He would sort of if he he would figure out like what the song's about, and then he would just start writing, and it would just be stream of consciousness, and it almost be like almost everything he knows about the subject and mm-hmm. it could make sense or it couldn't make sense or it could just be an idea or it could just be words that rhymed randomly that came to head but he would go through right 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 over the beat go 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 and then come back and edit 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 and then out of those things you sort of can pick and 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 sort of move stuff around and edit it around and, and create a song out of that. I, I think that's a great a bit of advice. I think it's beautiful to write like that though, too, because then you can also I'm saying this like figuratively, like copy and paste yeah. stuff. So if you're like, I love this little two-line thing that I wrote mm-hmm. and I'm gonna use that somewhere else. Or like I've written songs, like I wrote this song called Bronco. Um, I wrote the music to that too for my band Cactus Jack and there there was a few verses where like I started like evolving the song and and then eventually I noticed there was like themes happening at like the beginning of one verse and the ending of the second verse so I was like you know what I'm just going to copy paste this I'm going to take out the second the end of the second verse and put it into the you know so it's Mm -hmm. like you start like, I don't know if that's like on purpose or whatever, whatever it is, but like it, it becomes a thing where you're like, there's something inside of you that just, you continue the process Mm -hmm. and you're, you're done when you're done. So Mm -hmm. if you like what you wrote and you like the theme that you made, cool. If not, you keep exploring it a little bit. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
It does. It does. I mean, because only the artist knows when the work is done. So you just sort of have to keep working at it and refining it until you sort of come to that understanding. It's like what's what sucks is for some musicians and some writers is like they, they don't know when it's done. Like they could, like they have a hard time finishing stuff because it's like, I don't know, maybe I need to add stuff or maybe they lost momentum. Maybe, you know, there's all kinds of things why songs don't get done. But, yeah. um, you know, that it, a, a, a lot of it could just be, you know, that, you know, just my choice. But I don't, dude, I don't like, I think the, the biggest thing, if I were to like, if there's like, I don't know if there's like, What's your demographic here for this for this podcast? Like, is it? Uh, it's it's. I mean, for it, age well, wise, it's actually it's it's weird because well, no, it actually is. It goes across boards because there's the Twitch stream and then there's like the audio release, which is on its own like thing, like which has a way bigger audience. No offense, guys. Yeah. But you guys are known to way more people than you are to yourself. <gasps> Steve's phone died. No. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's it, guys. Um, Steve, Steve and Miser, everybody. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you coming on the show again and talking and saying and and saying things. And and sorry we lost you on your phone there. I know the battery died, but uh, you stuck with it, and we had a great time. We had a great chat, and um, we'll we'll have him on again. I mean, he he don't live too far from us, so I know where he lives. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't know where Stephen lives. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely go check out Cactus Chat. Oh my god, Cactus Chack. Chack? Like check, but with Chack. Go check out Cactus Jack's latest album on the Manistee. Available anywhere you stream your podcast. Whoa, anywhere you stream your music, you can find that album. Uh, you can also find all the links for Cactus Jack in the show notes. So go and click and support your boys. They are a badass crew. I would tell you how. Uh, God, why did I have to yawn when I'm saying that? They're a badass crew. Ah, uh, oh yeah, they're great. I'm sorry, guys. This is just really early for me, and I'm done editing these this for today. I've I've had to do this outro like five times already, so I'm done. <laughs> that was. You're getting the yawn, guys. You're getting the yawn. Uh, okay. So uh, everybody, go check out Raider Mystique's latest. Uh, single it's called where are you now you can find that rainamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com and you can also find Raina on twitch you can find we speak english good on twitch twitch.tv slash we speak english good if you like the podcast you're gonna love the live stream so come through and get on board twitch.tv slash we we speak English good. We stream Mondays and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Times, and we also throw in some extra days just for fun. You can also, oh my god, I forgot to even say this, but you guys can also find my latest single, which is the theme song for this podcast. Theme song. It's under WSEG, and the link is in the show notes. So it's the new song out. So go support you guys uh, and, and, uh, 
thank you for uh, for all the the love you guys gave Hot Boy Summer. <sighs> Another yawn. They don't stop. They don't stop. Okay. Uh, I think that's it, you guys. I gotta get out of here. I, I'm, I got a whole nother thing to do, so I'm gonna do that. I actually have to get like eight podcasts done before I leave in September. I'm gonna be with Matt Suarez Music in uh, September here, and we're gonna be traveling across the states to Willie Town, which is a festival here in, to- uh, not in Toledo, but in Ohio which is like a couple hours away from me, actually. And they're featuring Twitch streamers at their festival, which Liz Vega, who's been on the show, Matt Suarez has been on the show. So I'm very, very excited to go see these guys. And also, I'm going to have my recorder with me. So I'm going to be trying to have conversations with bands and get podcasts done while I'm out and about. So it's going to be a a, a jam and good time. We're going to be creating content while we're on the road as usual so i'm very excited for this i'm very excited to uh go uh, get out of the house for a couple weeks even though i'm pretty nervous and pretty anxious about the whole situation because that's just what i do i just get anxious about traveling without my family it's just it makes me uncomfortable sometimes but uh i i guess that's normal uh i've heard it's it's normal so (laughs) that's good it's good to be it's good that it's not abnormal to miss your family when you're gone. <laughs> Anyways, so um, the show will be released on its regular days, Wednesdays and Fridays. It's just uh, I got to figure out how I'm going to do all of it while I'm uh, on the road. So I'm going to try to get as much done. I have a lot of deadlines to hit, so I, I'm going to be working my balls off for the next couple weeks here. So, uh, yeah. That's just a little update on what's going on with me, but I will uh, keep you guys updated off on the road as we go. And of course, you can follow me on all my socials, and that I'll have definitely be documenting the whole trip on my Instagram and and and, and, and in the Discord as well. So definitely go check out the Discord. Uh, the links are in the show notes. Jump in the D and get some love. All right, guys, we'll see you next time with Christian Watson. A political commentator it's going to be more towards the social issues side and less of the music which how often do we really even talk about music on this goddamn thing so i don't know anywho i will check you guys out next time take care of your fellow human beings hjs for everybody i'll see you on friday